everybody. This is the voice of my beloved podcast. I'm here in the studio today with Boaz and Rebecca Sunquist, and we're going to keep hearing more of their story. So I'm excited yeah. to hear the rest of their story. If you've listened to previous podcasts, they share their personal testimonies, and now we're going to get into how they met each other, how they fell in love. They're mm. deeply in love. I can <laughs> testify to that. So, so what did you do? How did you get so in love? Oh, well, we, first of all, I guess we just, um, the, the place where we, where we, I guess found that is, is, is building up and becoming in love with our heavenly bridegroom and the source of all true love, the, the source of true love. And, and then as we were running, running hard after him, um, he brought us to each other. I mean, that's, that's. That's really how it happened. That's really what happened. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we we met at Sukkot in 2019 here. Um, my family lived here. Um, it was close to the base here and campus. And uh, Rebecca's family came down from Montana. And yeah, that was a really great Sukkot. That was the first Love and Purity Sukkot. Yeah, Love and Purity event. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really sweet to go. Just all the people that were there, and it was like a very intimate group. <laughs> it was really sweet. Um, yeah, so that's when we met, and I didn't even—he didn't even cross my mind as a possibility at the time. But <laughs> we, had, we were just meeting so many new people; it was kind of like overload because we didn't weren't used to seeing very many people being from Montana. <laughs> Pretty sparse so, population yeah. out there, right? It's like, oh, there's people that actually do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really, really nice time. And, and I didn't, I mean, it crossed my mind, um, like the possibility, but but not really seriously. I thought, well, it's a really, it's a neat family. They're, you know, simple and look like they're really, you know, a really tight family. And I thought that was really neat. Um, but it wasn't until, um, the, the spring, I guess, of 2000, 2021, mm -hmm. um, that we, uh, that I started praying about Rebecca. We were practicing a lot together, all of us, um, get ready for Proclaim, right, 2021, and, uh, I, I felt like the Lord was, you know, putting that on my heart, and, uh. And at first I thought, is that just me or is that the father? Because I, I really wasn't interested. And um, he was putting on your heart to the idea that Becca could be the, right. the one for you. Mm -hmm. And 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 really I, I wasn't interested and I was kind of resisting the idea. And uh, there were there were some things that I, that uh, that didn't fit exactly. And um, I was like, see. If, Father, there's these things, you know, because he, he had put on my heart um, maybe a year before or less to, to write a list of, um, of things that I felt he was showing me that uh, my future spouse, my future wife would have, um, attributes and, and interests and things like that. And as, as soon as I started, um, I guess, thinking about it in that way, comparing to that list, um, there was not very many things at all that weren't on the list. And, uh, and as soon as I, as soon as I, you know, I was talking to the father and, and, uh, 
I said, well, there's these things that aren't on the list. Um, so it, you know, it's not really, I'm not going to, can't really start. Did, didn't right. match up. Didn't <laughs> and within a week they were, they were there. Okay. Like very, very soon. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, okay, father, well, so I started praying and I talked to my parents and they started praying and so we prayed. Yeah. So some it. guys just need real clear signs. Like yeah. over the head with a two by four. <laughs> yeah. And I guess I, I hadn't thought about it. I mean, as that, I mean, that's really clear. And, um, some people have dreams. I don't, I don't know. don't necessarily put a lot of stock in, in that because it, it's, I mean, I, I do believe in God speaking to you through dreams, but I know of a lot of stories where that's been a real distraction. Right. Misleading. Right. And uh, so I think the things that, that I would focus on, um, and I think it's not, a, it's not about a method. Um, it's, about, um, it's about where your heart is and uh, where your relationship with the Father is and with your family is. Um, so I, th I think if, I, I think there are very good and healthy, um, ways and, uh, you know, I think there are, there is a healthy way, um, that will tend towards, um, more success. But if you put your faith in that, um, and not in the father and where it should be in the ways that he is, um, put for you to, to, you know, your, the mindsets and the, and the heart and of, of, of it, then you're going to, you're going to fail. You're setting yourself up for failure. Um, it's not about a method basically. So I'm saying it's not about a method. And so you can't, <clears throat> you can't, um, critique a method hard because, um, because of its success necessarily when the heart isn't there. That's good. And, uh, so yeah, so I, that was uh, all through that summer, um, mm -hmm. spring. We we traveled, we played music, we went up to Minnesota, and then down through Iowa, and you know the whole, our whole proclaimed trip. And that was really fun, and there was a lot of confirmations, and I was trying to keep my heart in the right place. And, yeah, and I had no idea at this point that he was interested. <clears throat> he was just like a like a brother to me, I guess, and that's part of why. Um, I just never really considered him as a possibility is because he was, um, he was younger than me. And for some reason I just, so I was like, well, I don't, I don't know why that was in my mind is just like not a possibility. <laughs> uh, what are you younger or how much? He was like eight months younger. Eight months younger. Okay. Which really isn't that much. But for some reason I just was like, well, I'll probably never marry him. So, but it was in a way it, it was nice because I could just treat him as a brother and just be myself around him and not feel awkward or um, uncomfortable or anything. It was just kind of like a friendship and we could just talk or, um, you know, play games together, volleyball, and it wasn't awkward or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, we could just get to know each other as friends and it wasn't, yeah, uncomfortable or we could just get to know each other for who we were as people and we weren't trying to impress each other. There's no flirting. There's yeah. no flirting. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah. On the road trip thing, you, you learn a lot about somebody when you go on a road trip, don't you? Yeah, especially yeah. with six children in a 15-passenger van. <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, that was a, that was a really fun experience. Yeah. <laughs>
should that be a prerequisite? You know, if you're if you're thinking about, you know, somebody just make sure to try to go on a road trip before yeah. you go, proceed to the next step. Yeah, with <laughs> children for sure. <laughs> yeah, but it was interesting looking back at the timeline of everything. It was when I really started overcoming certain fears in my life. It was around the time when we were practicing for Proclaim um, that you and Tally prayed over me. And um, just like I started seeing breakthrough after that. We went to Proclaim and that was just it. It just really was impactful. And, and then that's when he started like really seriously praying about me was during that time. And just like seeing how it lined up with certain breakthroughs in my life. Um, and then his story comparing it to how when he was praying about me. And it's just as interesting to to see how, how it all lines up. That the father really has a timing in it all. Yeah. And that he has a, a timeline really in our own lives. Like he wants to get things worked out personally, probably in right. us. I, I think to prepare us. Yeah. I think that's something that, um, to, something to think about is that we're never ready. You know, we're never to the place where, okay, I'm, I'm ready now. Um, I think the process, the process is really what makes you ready. Um, and, trusting trusting the father and his leading um that he will get you through and and cover for all your weaknesses because we have so many flaws and weaknesses and and shortcomings that you know we're we're never going to be just completely physically and mentally prepared um but i think the only thing that's going to get you ready for it is going through it because it's a process that changes you and nothing changes you like like getting to know someone um for marriage and and being married yeah yeah there's nothing like it <laughs> i think some people too they feel like they have to be ready like when they're ready for marriage i don't know if you can really be fully ready because it's a journey and it's like a refining process just going through getting to know someone and like betrothal or engagement you know, whatever you decide to do it's like you're more I mean God really uses that to refine you and purge you and it's not like you can be fully ready it's like right. you can also be waiting yeah. your whole I want life to reach yeah. a level of perfection and then yeah. I'll get married right you know, that's, that's not gonna that's not the way he works <laughs> no no there's things that the things that in that, that are in your life that he yeah like he's saying like you're saying that that he wants to to prune out of you and the only way for you to do that is to go through the situations that bring thing, those things out of you that uh, you didn't know were there or, or uh, you were trying to suppress, you know, and to, and to be healed from them, you know, as they come out. Um, I'm, that happened to both of us, you know, mm -hmm. just things are like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that, you know. I know I that had, was inside me. I didn't know that was inside me. <laughs> you went through a course, right, uh, a marriage preparation yeah. course it was mm -hmm. really, really it was good. really good it was really yeah. really good yeah it was a it was a dvd um and a work workbook and, a, and a worksheet course yeah. um from caring for the heart caring for the heart ministry if people yeah. want to look into that it's just type it online caring for the heart what's what's the guy's name um i can't remember his name right now but um but yeah that if you type in caring for the heart it'll it, come it up should it should come, come up, up yeah. Yeah. so you, you, but you high, highly recommend that ministry. highly highly recommend it yeah it just comes at a level that's that really cares for your heart and teaches you to care for each other's heart and teaches you just, the, you know, the dangers um, and what happens when you focus on yourself um, instead of focusing on each other and focusing on your own um, pain, desires, wants um, versus focusing on your, you know, your, your fiance or your, mm -hmm. 
your betrothed or your wife's um, or anybody's really for that matter. Um, they're loving your neighbor as yourself, you know, right. Um, is, is basically the base of it and really showing the spiritual dynamics of it. Um, super powerful. And this course would also be for married couples as well. Oh yeah. Married couples, um, even, you know, parent to child relationships. Um, yeah, it's basically focused on, um, like how we, we all have certain pressure points, um, that stem from emotional things that happen, yeah. like from our childhood or like just emotional pain. And it works on, um, just basically caring for the other person's pain, like where they're coming from and how to help bring them, bring that pain to Yeshua and heal from it. So you can, you can both care for one another in that way and not focus on your own pain, but find true healing. And, and that is so huge. Yeah. I, you know, there, there's a saying, a popular saying, you know, hurt people, hurt people. You know? yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. that's, and I think that's, that's missed a lot of times. We just, we really want to focus on people's misbehavior and without realizing that whatever it's just a symptom of something that they've right. been That's, hurt before. That and misbehavior so it, is coming from a place of brokenness. Yeah, and it's not that it to excuse misbehavior, but it does help to, it, that lens helps to give a compassionate understanding toward the person that, wow, you know, the reason why they're hurting other people is because they once were hurt themselves. And yeah, like I said, it doesn't excuse it, but it does help to go, oh, you know, let's pray for that person that they get healed in that area. Right, it helps you to just have the proper mindset and forgiveness and, um, yeah, really, yeah, we really learned good. a lot through it. We like, we still use the methods and like things that they taught, um, in our marriage. And it's just really, really helpful <laughs> for yeah. communication. I just, wanna, I just really want to applaud that. Cause I know of so many, they just think, well, just, we're just going to get married and they don't do that, that groundwork necessarily mm -hmm. of preparing for marriage, which I think is huge. Uh, just to really invest time. Cause you guys spent Quite a few hours going through this right. course. Yeah, have so to, I think that's that's awesome. I have to give the credit to to your Becca's parents for wanting us to do that and facilitating that was yeah. huge, and I yeah, appreciate mom, that yeah. so much. Mom walked through it with us. She worked through it with us, and yeah, it was kind of our our counselor in a way, but it was really good. It was so it good. Was, yeah, yeah. I don't know what we'd have done without that. It's really really yeah. good. So you're winning this road trip. You're getting to know each other. Did music projects together. What's what's the next step? See, so came back. Just was here all summer working and praying, and uh, and I was just wondering, you know, is it is this is this right? You know, continuing to lay it down to the Father and and uh, asking for more confirmation, more confirmation, more powerful lightning bolts from the sky and you hoping for an angel yeah, just to appear to you yeah in your room? yeah <laughs> writing on the wall or something and uh of course that that wasn't happening and and uh, so i wasn't necessarily just i i guess i was a, a little discouraged because of that I, I wanted more just like super powerful clear um but my parents were were really supportive and and my siblings were really supportive and and uh, so that was, you know, I, I had full confidence. And uh, so I wrote, I, I think it had been the beginning of September, I wrote um, Scott and Lisa a letter and uh, just told them just kind of that, the backstory of me, you know, praying for Becca and, and the things that I um, saw in her and, and how she 
but everything that, that God had put on my heart for a future wife and, and just ask them to pray about, um, us getting to know each other. And, uh, they were coming down for Sukkot again. So it'd be, it'd be two years mm-hmm. since we'd met them. And they, Scott emailed me back and said, um, we'll talk at Sukkot when we get there. And, uh, so that was a intense, um, season of waiting. And, uh, something I didn't know was that they were going to tell Rebecca right away. <laughs> Rebecca was here and we were seeing, you know, each other every week, a couple times a week, probably, um, just as we're working around and, you know, fellowshipping and worship watches, <laughs> worship watches and stuff. And, and, uh, so I, I did not expect them to tell her <laughs> right away. It wouldn't have been my necessarily my preferred. desire or preferred, <laughs> um, preference. And, uh, um, so I, I'd, I'd assumed that they'd wait and pray about it. And then we'd talk about it before she ever knew about it. Um, but they told her like in a day or two <laughs> immediately. And, uh, so, th- so that whole time she knew until mm-hmm. we talked about it. It was like, wow. I just tried not to, sh- I try not to show <laughs> that I knew anything, which is kind of, um, it was kind of challenging, but I guess when they told me I was, cause I kind of, um, I don't know, I've been wondering if maybe someone was interested. I just had this sense that something big was going to happen. Like there was a major change that was going to happen. And I felt like it had something to do with that. And that's so when mom and dad called me and, and told me that they had received a letter from a mom, someone that was interested, and they were like, do you want us to tell you, or do you want to pray about it? And I was like, well, I kind of, I would like to know. Because <laughs> <So>, <laughs> I had actually just started a, like a 10-day fast, so I was like, well, this would be perfect. I can pray o- about it over this time. And and so when they told me, I was um, actually not very excited about it because <laughs> I wasn't, I I just hadn't even he was wasn't on my radar at all as far as prospects. He was just the brother. Yeah, guy <laughs> he just never crossed you. my mind. <laughs> and so I kind of thought maybe he was interested just from certain things over the summer, um, doing activities together that I kind of felt like maybe he was interested in me, but I was just I wasn't interested in him at all. So I was like, well, I don't have to worry about it because I'm not gonna marry him. So <laughs> I'm just not even gonna think about it. Um, it was kind of funny. <laughs> but so then when they told me, I was, I just kind of had a, kind of like a. It wasn't excitement. It was kind of like a sinking feeling. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. <laughs> well, I'll pray about it. As and I, I told them, I said, I kind of feel. Well, my answer is going to be already, but I still want to pray about it. And they were, they said they would pray about it too. And, and I just felt like it was a no, like pretty much immediately. And mom and dad felt the same. But I spent a few days just thinking about it and praying just to make sure. And um, just really, I don't know. <laughs> so, so then up until this point, I hadn't even like, I don't know you know, considered him or anything. But then once I knew he was interested, then it made it me feel really awkward and nervous whenever he was around. <laughs> but I just tried not to show it. And did so, a really good job. And it was like know. a whole month of this <clears throat> up until Sukkot. <laughs> and so, um, 
Yeah. So mom, mom and dad, um, and I, we just, we talked about it a lot and we, we just felt confirmation that God was telling us it was a no. And they're like, well, you know, I'll come down for Sukkot and we'll, we'll keep praying about it. We'll see. And, and so they came, when they came for Sukkot, it, um, that whole week was incredibly busy. <laughs> so they actually want to talk to him sooner than later. Um, because over the course of the week, you know, we were, we were just talking and, and still felt like God was saying, this isn't, this isn't right. We just didn't have a piece about it. And, um, and so they did meet with him. It was towards the end of the week. I'm, I'm glad it was towards the end of the week. Um, or else it would have made Sukkot yeah. really hard. <laughs> Sukkot was already, that was a, I was so busy that Sukkot. I was sick and I was doing security and, and I was up like all night, most of the nights. And, and it was, so it was a really tough Sukkot. Plus just the, just this like waiting for an answer. Waiting and, and uh, yeah, so they did, they talked to me, I think it was, I don't know, towards the end, a yeah. couple days. I think the hardest thing for me was that I felt a piece in my spirit about saying no. Like I just, I just, you know, I didn't have a piece about going forward or anything. What was hard for me was I could sense that like, obviously um, his mom, his parents knew, and I could sense that his sister, Gloria, also knew. And I could just sense this excitement, like they just seemed very excited. <laughs> excited. And I was like, I don't want to disappoint them. <laughs> I just, that's how I felt. I was like, that was the hardest yeah, thing I was, was worrying yeah. about disappointing them. But. I was completely confident. I, I did not, I, uh, yeah, I was very, very optimistic, very confident. Even after you got the no? Um, Maybe not immediately after I got to know, and but no, before I got to know, I, I just I was ready. To, I was expecting to go into a new season, and and uh, I was not expecting a no. <laughs> anyway, so okay. talked to Scott and Lisa, and and uh, we visited just a little bit, and then they uh, they shared just shared some stuff um, in their life with me, and how they um, kind of how they seek God, and how they how they feel like when something is a no or when something is a yes. And, and, uh, so that was really good. Um, and they said, then we feel like, you know, we don't have a piece about, we don't have a piece about this and, and, uh, we really like you and everything, but we just don't feel like it's the right time to really, anyway, we don't, we don't feel like it's good and, uh, not the right, we don't have a piece about it. And uh, so we feel like it's a no. And so that was quite a shocker. I was not expecting that. Um, and uh, it was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty hard. Probably one of the hardest things I've ever been through. And uh, so I was just kind of shocked. And so I just said, okay, let's, let's pray and, and uh, just give the situation to God and, and uh, ask them to pray for me and, so we had a really good time of prayer, and and I prayed for Rebecca, and I prayed for her future spouse, and and uh, just asked for blessing for her, and and that the Father would just keep my heart in the right place, and and uh, and lead me, and and uh, so it was it was really tough, but it was it was really it was really good, and uh, like intense refining. So I went from there out into the woods and cried for about two hours. And uh, 
and then what do you do? You just kind of have to, you know, you got, there's questions that come, come and you just have to kind of go on. And that, that was really, really tough. Not kind of not knowing how to go on and, and the questions, you know, what's wrong with me and, and, uh, you know, did I not, have I not been hearing from God? Has this all just been me in my head? And, and like so many questions like that, the enemy is just trying to tear you down and, and, uh, break your confidence, break your faith in, in God and, in, in, uh, in your, you know, prayer life. And, and, uh, so I came to the, to the place where I believed that, that I had done the right thing. Um, everything was worked out exactly like it was supposed to work out. And that, uh, God, this was just a part of the journey that God had me on to refine me. Um, and that's the best, I think that's the best place to be and place to come to in a situation like that. Um, and it was so good for me. It was so refining for me. Um, and I'm so thankful looking back. I'm so thankful for that, um, season. And, uh, it, I just, I'm just really thankful that, uh, it, it happened like, happened like that. And, uh, I think it's really good. And, and there's, I've, I know there's other testimonies of young men that I've talked to that that's happened and it's just been so good for them and they're thankful. Um, and the key is trusting the father and, and just, you know, continuing to walk in that place of trust. You trusted him that this was the right thing to do. Um, and he's still faithful and you keep trusting, you keep walking. And, and uh, another thing that made it especially difficult was that we were moving, our family was moving um, away from the community here and, and to the other side of the state and uh, for work and, and to be my, near my uncle um, and his wife who just, had a, who just had, a, had a baby. And I did not want to leave. I didn't want to leave the community and leave the fellowship here. And, and I, was, I was kind of just... I guess kind of afraid of what with with no fellowship out there and with no um, no friend group, just kind of what my, what would happen to to my faith, especially going through this season. And and I knew that the father had a season of refining for me, and I was like, oh no, there's uh, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just gonna jump into it, and uh, it was really good. It was really really good. And, uh, so yeah. So fast forward, how many months? So fast forward, yes, there's uh, four, four months, about four months later, I think things are changing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So after that season of Sukkot, I was really, um, that was a very, that was really a really refining season for me as well. And it was actually a lot more difficult than I, um, I mean, like thought for myself, like, I thought that once they told them no, that it would be like it would be done and we wouldn't have to think about it anymore. Like it would just be, um, then we could just move on from there. But it was actually really difficult. And then, um, and then we left me and my family. We went back to Montana for a few weeks and went to go see family and stuff, which was really, in a way, it was kind of nice to be, um, just to get away and um, go do something with my family and just kind of. Um, have a little bit of a just a time of reflecting and 
um, could just kind of focus on relax. Yeah, relax and yeah, just try to figure out what where where I was going and and what what the father had for me and and so over that winter, um, we did come back in November with um, my brothers, and I could just sense that something big was still going to happen. Like there was this this weight of that something was going to change. And I wasn't really sure what it was, but just praying about what the Father um, had for me, what he wanted me to do and, um, in life. And, and then over that winter, I just really started seeing a lot of breakthroughs um, just in my spiritual walk and a lot of growth. And it was just a really, really sweet season of just drawing closer to the Father and seeking his heart and becoming more focused on, on him. So it was a really good season. As hard as it was. <laughs> that is awesome. So stay tuned. Hang on for the ride. We're going to be back with another podcast to hear how the story unfolds. <laughs> so blessings to all of you out there. This is the voice of my beloved podcast. We believe that hearing and following the voice of the bright king leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life. 